can't speak Norwegian? We've got you covered on Snack Norsk. It's international students. Hello and welcome back to this podcast. Uh, today we are here with Ali. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And I am Barbara and we're ha- we have two really interesting topics that we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about art and the male gaze in modern art and we are talking about what Ali? We are talking about weddings, um, all the good and all the bad, just a little bit of mixture so stay tuned, stay tuned. Okay so I was just on Pinterest as I do. We love it. Yeah and I was just seeing this painting that I've seen many many times and it's a painting of Degas And it's um, just this representation of a woman uh, near, like, in a bathtub. And she is, like, washing her legs, basically. And she, like, her back is facing us. And I was like, that is a beautiful painting and such a new way in art, like, considering the time that it was painting, is painted in, um, to see women. And I was like, that's kind of nice. But then I remembered Like, it's a man who painted it. Mm. And then I I was looking more at the details, like, what is the point of view and everything. And then I started to, like, look at this kind of new category that, like, came up, which is women in, women in their uh, bathrooms and just getting ready or getting unready. Um, and so many men decided, like, to paint uh, this kind of scenes. But weirdly enough, you don't feel like you're just looking at the woman because some women that were painters, they were very few, but they also, some of them uh, decided to paint on that topic. But the point of view of when you're watching this painting is completely different. Mm. And I feel like you can see such a male gaze that even though modern art is known for Uh, some sort of rebirth again in art and like confronting what was done before and just like some sort of artistic emancipation, you can still see that women are just one or two things, but they're not a person still, if you look at men. Because I've been looking at like very famous painters such as Degas, Renoir, uh, Pierre Bonnard, Eugène Lamont, Alexandre Steinlein, uh, Slavinsky, Leger, Bentivoglio, so many of them. And they go from like kind of all Europe, but specifically France, and all of them. If you look at the point of view, the man is either hiding someplace to watch the woman get undressed and she does not make eye contact with him. She doesn't know that he's there basically and he will be like kind of at the corner of a door like behind a bed or otherwise he's kind of towering the woman and looking up like from above and she's just like down getting herself ready like kind of in a vulnerable position because she's half naked getting ready being in a bath or whatever whereas if you look at Bert Morisot uh way of painting the same subject then the woman is either looking straight at us and she knows that we're here and she just doesn't mind she's just like yeah okay like let's do this otherwise it's just we're on the same height so it's like we both know that what's happening we both know we're in the same room together both presences are acknowledged so I thought that was so interesting to just look at I am 
open uh, jaw dropped <laughs> in the studio, as always, when Barbara is telling me something. Because I have never thought about that because we could also relate this. I'm a film major, so I'm going to bring it back to the films. Mm. But this kind of relates to the male gaze within the film. Because yeah. if you're talking about the old ages of film, you can see like the camera peeping in, like you can mm-hmm. see like the dolly sneakingly in and also the overview of like an apartment exactly. and all that. But if you see a woman as a director, there we go. It's something different. It's like, you, we know you're in the room. It's fine. We can do this. This is how I do it. And it's kind of a comfortable feeling. And I've just exactly. never thought about it like that. Yeah. And me neither. I've seen those paintings many, many times, but there was just like this one time I was like, this woman isn't like she doesn't know that we're here she just doesn't know it and that was so interesting to just notice I think and then when I made more research I was like oh my gosh there we go again it's a pattern guys and if we look at how women were painted even before to kind of understand like in what context this kind of happened Uh, Before there was some sort of deification of women, they were represented as gods, kind of. They were Mm -hmm. either allegories or goddesses, nymphs, all of that. So if you were to see a woman that was naked, it was not really a woman woman. It was more than a woman. So she is better than men. She is unreachable. You, You cannot even, you barely can even look at her, basically. But she's not a simple woman and you're going to be made sure that you know that. Because if we look at paintings such as uh, Titian's Sacred and Profane Love, the the women are naked, but you don't really dream of them in some sort of erotic way. You just gaze at them, kind of. So they have a completely different role. Same as if you look at the Grand Odalisque by uh, Ingres. She kind of, she's more like reachable, but at the same time, he made her uh, body proportions just completely wrong to like show you, like show the person who is looking at this painting that it's not an actual woman and she is not real. So you cannot even reach her. If you look at The Birth of Venus by Botticelli, it's the same. It's it's a goddess. If you look at The Source uh, by Ingres again, then it's just an allegory again. So you cannot reach them. And then, so you have those goddesses, women that we can look at. And then you have another kind of women and it's the woman that you don't want because it's the woman that you can touch and that you can reach. And then it's basically the prostitute. And so you can look at Rola by Henri Gervex, which is, she's a prostitute. You can look at Olympia by Manet. She's also a prostitute. You can look at Picnic on the Grass by Manet. That is like a very, very famous painting. And although the woman is not a prostitute, she is quite uh, promiscuous because she's naked. She's looking straight at you and she's surrounded about, like, around guys that are also undressing themselves. So... It is explained that if a woman is either looking straight at you in a way that she shouldn't, then she's some sort of easy woman that you don't want to be kind of near because she is not good enough. And then if she sort of is good enough, then actually she's too good for you and she's not real and she's a goddess. So I thought that was so interesting to just look at because in this these paintings that I've been mentioning, like the prostitutes and then the looking into the bathrooms and everything... Um, it all happened by the second part of the 19th century going on to the 20th century. And it is at the same time that Freud uh, got the 
theory of the Madonna whore complex. Basically, what that complex is, I remember talking about this uh, in some episodes, like maybe a couple of months ago. Basically, is that a man can only see a woman in either as either a Madonna or a whore, which is either he will see a woman untouched, you know, like completely pure and that he's going to see as a goddess and she will be just that. He will not have any sort of like sexual attraction to her, but he will idolize her and he will be in love with her and want to treat her right. On the other hand, though, there is going to be the whore and the whore is attractive. She is desirable. She wants you and you will have great experiences with her, but you don't want her as a wife or as a partner because you cannot respect her because she's such a whore. So you just have them too. And I feel like even in those representation of women in their bathrooms, even though we are seeing some new kind of women, which isn't like the Madonna that we've been seeing in the past couple of centuries ago uh, when it was still like academical paintings, um, and then it's not just whores like we've been seeing in the new paintings uh, depicting more like normal women. Um, we're kind of in between because like it's regular women that we are deciding, like the men is deciding how to see them. And because they are spying on them and intruding their privacy and their bathrooms as they are unaware, they're kind of sexualizing them in a way before they even get the chance to look at the person judging them, you know? And I feel like that, was, that is so interesting to just think about considering the society that we live in. And it was literally like two centuries ago almost. And I feel like not much has changed. You mm -hmm. don't get to do anything about that because the second that this woman that is barely undressed is going to look at the person looking at her, then she's going to be classified as the whore and not the Madonna anymore. And the fact that she's not looking, she's kind of in the middle of it. It's like, we know that she's not a goddess, but she doesn't know yet. So the man is still the bad guy for starters, but the second she will realize someone is, is in there, she's going to become the antagonist of the whole situation. That is quite mind-blowing that one little detail change could change the whole perspective and like the whole element of the show. And also quite disturbing that it can either be a Madonna or a... Not a Madonna. Is it a Madonna? Yeah, it is oh, Madonna. Madonna. Sorry, I yeah. started thinking about bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm wearing myself out of here. But yeah, Aunt Madonna or a whore. Yeah. Why can we just not be human beings? Not being we're just women. We're just women. We love being women. <laughs> yeah. And also just the thought of um having someone paint like maybe not all the time they have like a female person doing their thing. Maybe it's <laughs> just from like their imagination. But that they started painting someone just not not knowing that they're pa being painted. I don't yeah. just the thought of Okay, so she's a shy little girl, like the girl next door, just again, back to the original um, original thing that you said, shaving your legs mm -hmm. and just minding your business is just, it's just a little bit creepy. Sometimes it could yeah. be nice if it is, there's, there's a next thing happening. Yeah. If there's like, oh, someone comes to me, oh, I'm sorry, I did not know you were here or... yeah. But this is basically gaslighting is in a painting lighting. because oh, wow. that person is like creeping. And then the reaction of the woman noticing them is going to determine where she is going to be put 
Because if she's scared and she starts to cover up and then you have the second scene of the painting, just her being like frightened by this, the sight of a person like watching her and she's covering herself, then you know it's a Madonna. Like she's so pure and she is disgusted at the fact that someone is looking at her. But then she, if she confronts the guy being like, what are you doing here? Mm. Then she's such a whore, basically. Because this is what we've seen uh, before with all of this kind of thing. If you look, I think it's by Renoir, you have like some urban uh, scenes of a woman dancing with a man. You don't see the face of the man, but you see the face of the woman. But she's not like giving any attention to the man she's dancing with. She's looking at the painter, basically. And she's designated as and like recognized as a woman that is more of an easy woman because she is putting attention to you, the person looking at her, instead of the person she's dancing with. Mm. So she's not fully concentrated on one man and she's defying your gaze. So a woman cannot win, basically. So if you look at the camera, you're a whore. If you look, or not the camera, but like at the painter, if you look away, then you're Madonna. But if you're not looking, what, how, I, I honestly, I do not understand why this is put on men Mm. i mean on women sorry but also going back to what you say what about how they be they're drawn because i know like in film you have different characters and like you have like the um i'm just going to put this really roughly but air quotes the unfuckable and the fuckable so you have like this obese double chin like really Mm. like a mama character and then you have like the sexy girl who who is like very fuckable and very so like they're women who you can be around like comfortable with like you can bring him you can bring you can be your nanny you can be a gardener and you'll not be afraid that your man will fuck them but you can have gorgeous women be like this is the woman your man will have an affair with yeah so like do they draw some curvy but delicious women in I, that way? Yeah, they do because like the beauty standards uh, at the time is going to be like completely different. And yes. the idea of what is sexy was not like more of the way she looked, but more of what she's showing. So how much is, is she showing is going to tell you she is a dangerous one and she's going to be a whore versus how she's dressed and if she's more like modest then you're gonna be like okay i'm safe like she's a woman of the church basically i honestly forgot that we were talking about two centuries ago yeah because two centuries ago if you were if you were a little bit of heavyweights you were you were you You were were really hot yeah honestly i mean i was born in the wrong century i guess (laughs) um but yeah, I honestly forgot about that. But it's also the clothing as well. You can also see that this has been in centuries as well because mm-hmm. we're talking about two centuries again. Yeah. <laughs> that just popped up in my head. And we're still talking about clothing. Yeah. We're still talking about how you dress and how it represents you and how you carry yourself with your clothes. Mm-mm. It's still a debate and it's still like, I, oh, okay, I'm just throwing myself out of this conversation right now. But I was wearing a very scandalous top on... Saturday let's say but I could not take away my sweater until it became like seven eight ish because then it would be acceptable yeah why can I not go with like a little low cut it's because you know that the judgment is going to be there and even though you would be like good with it you know that most people will judge you and like the judgment of others and the eyes of others on you have so much weight even though you Mm -hmm. accepted it yourself and you're like okay, sure, this is not what most people would do, but I'm fine with it. Are you fine with what people think around you? Like, that's different. There's a whole other different story as well. But that is just very interesting to think about because 
when will this end? Can we like say it will end in the next century? I I oh, wish. Still, <laughs> still, I was still fighting the patriarchy on this one. I know. But yeah. And I thought it was also like really interesting to see because like, as you mentioned, like the body types of the women, uh, we're at a period that what is considered as attractive for women is going to change drastically within mm-hmm. like a century because we're starting like mid 19th century uh yeah mid 19th century in the 1850s uh and on and then you see women who have more curves uh etc the ones that won't have it are more going to be like dancers and we know that dancers are basically prostitutes and like child prostitutes uh then but they're really really fit for their job um and then we go on into the 20th century and then there goes uh some famines and there goes the first world war and then the great depression and everything and then it's more of a boyish mm-hmm. uh look that is going to be liked and not even a century would have gone by but the um, attractiveness of women will have shifted completely in such a short amount of time and i feel like that's why uh what is attractive and what is decent and not decent is going to really be based on what you wear and how you present yourself more than about what you, what you look like although that is still just me like kind of putting it there but i don't know for sure just putting it out in the air i feel like that is a yeah. lot of food for thought and sadly that is all for today's episode so much interesting stuff stuff has popped up i've been loving I've this been loving uh, episode yes sir so i hope you guys have had a wonderful listen and you will join us next time we're on live